Welcome to Business Beyond Usual. My name is David Amarim, and we are recording live from the Ross School of Business. I'm here with my co-hosts, Rob O'Gara and Rishika Ra Moretti. And today we're going to be chatting about the international student experience here at Ross, together with an amazing, and you got it, international panel. Before we get started, we want to encourage you to get in touch. We always love engaging with our listeners, and we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message at bbupodcast at umich.edu. That's bbupodcast at umich.edu. Or follow us on Instagram, at Ross underscore BBU. Again, that is at Ross underscore BBU. And feel free to shoot us a DM. Ask us questions, suggest episode topics, or just say hello. We'll spend some time in the beginning of each show reading some of your messages and answering any questions you have. Now, we would love to have everyone introduce themselves, starting with our wonderful guests of the day. If we could please go around and have everyone tell us your name, hometown and home country, what you were doing prior to Ross, what your post-Ross plans are, and what are you most excited about for this new school year? So can we start with you, Joss? No problem. And thank you very much for having me and for all of us. So my name is Joss Woodhead. Uh, My hometown is London in the UK. Pre-Ross, I worked in finance for around four or five years, most recently for a sovereign wealth fund for the Singaporean government. And also took a year out to do some volunteering, fundraising and travelling across Asia, Africa, US and Europe. Post-Ross, I'm very um, passionate and interested in social impact, sustainability and renewable energy consulting. So I will be going to Roland Berger in their Boston office to do strategy consulting. I'm very excited for that. And in terms of what I'm most excited for this new school year, I would say the number of impact opportunities available to students at Ross through Business Plus Impact is something that's always stood out to me. And also just enjoying my last year here at Ross before the real world hits again. Um, Hey, everyone. My name is Daniela. I'm from Brasilia, capital of Brazil. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me today. Prior Ross, I was a lawyer um, and also I was working at the Court of Appeals in my hometown. I decided to pivot careers into technology, did my summer internship at AWS, Amazon, and now I'm signing a return offer to go back. Very excited about joining as a PM and taking the lead on innovation and also working alongside customers, something that I'm very passionate about. What I'm most excited about this year is with the amazing initiatives that we are having regarding international experience and also putting the spotlight on international students this year. This is something that I was really hoping to work um, strongly this year, and I'm very excited. Hey, everyone. My name is Roel Chaim. I'm originally from Israel. Pre-Ross, I worked as a software engineer in the cybersecurity industry in Tel Aviv. Um, and I did my summer internship with Amazon, so I'm planning to go back and be a PMT. Um, I'm super excited about that. I was really looking forward to pivot from software engineering to product management. And I'm extremely looking forward for this year since I'm finally done with recruiting. So it means that we can mostly enjoy the last year before we'll go back to work nonstop and to pay for our PTO days. So I'm just super excited about that. And thank you for having us here. All right, come back around here. My name is Rob O'Gara uh, from Ashland, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston to the west. Uh, before I was coming to Ross, I was an analyst for the U.S. Air Force, but now I want to transition to a new kind of career path here. Uh, and I'm looking forward opportunities in the renewable energy space or just the energy space at large. 
I'm a first year, so I am not done with recruiting, but I'm sure some good stuff will come along the way. And this year, I'm really excited about the fact that Michigan football is number four in the country. Other schools like Notre yes. Dame, Ooh. other schools like Notre Dame, they're not even ranked. It's terrible. <laughs> but we're number four. We get a good chance to win the Big Ten this year. Let's go blue. All right, go blue. Blue. Thanks, Rob. So I'm David. I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil originally, but was raised all over in the U.S., Portugal as well. Before Ross, I was working in operations strategy consulting in Brazil, did that for a few years. Uh, Post-Ross, I will be recruiting for a more strategy-oriented consulting role. But in my heart, I really want to pivot into the gaming industry. So I will also be recruiting for that. So wish me luck. Um, and what I'm most excited about this new school year, well, I'm an MBA one, so pretty much about everything um, I'm excited for. And yeah, that's me. Awesome. And I'm Rashika Ramaretti, originally from Ann Arbor, actually. So if anyone wants any hidden gems by Ann Arbor, feel free to hit me up. And prior to Ross, I was working for a late stage cybersecurity startup doing sales operations and go-to-market strategy related work. And I'm hoping to pivot into strategy consulting um, after business school. So still on that uh, recruiting grind as an MBA one. And what I'm most excited about this new school year is just the chance to reimmerse myself in student life and getting the chance to explore some new clubs and meet new people um, after a few years of being involved in the work world. So it's just been great uh, getting to expand my community on campus here. Awesome. Thanks, Rashika. Well, that's everyone. So thank you, everyone. Let's transition to our first topic uh, of today, which is what is it like to be an international student um, here at Ross? Uh, we're going to ask and talk about everybody's journeys, what's exciting about being an, an international student, what are some of the challenges. But before we start, let me share some numbers with everyone. Did you know that the incoming class this year is the most diverse MBA class in Ross history. So here are some metrics for everybody. Uh, so the Michigan Ross full-time MBA class of 2024 includes a record-breaking 42% U.S. students of color, 55 first-generation students, which surpasses a previous high of 49. Women represent 42% of the class. 9% are members of the LGBTQ plus community, and there are a near record 28 military veterans. And finally, 36% are international students from 39 countries around the world. 39 countries. I don't think I can list 39 countries off the top of my head. With that in mind, let's start with this uh, first question for our panelists. Joss, if we can start with you again, if you don't mind. Uh, I promise I'm not picking on you. What made you decide to pursue graduate school here in the U.S., specifically an MBA? Yeah, sure. Um, I think one of the things that really stood out for me was just the opportunity to live and work in the US, uh, coming from London and the UK, small country, big city, reasonably claustrophobic as well. Um, the idea of being able to be in a country that has all this amazing access to national parks and nature, and also just the US culture as a whole, I think was what really attracted to me. And the US education system is one of the, if not the best in the world. So um, it was a really easy decision for me. Yeah, so for me, um, taking advantage of Jos's um, words. And I also was looking for a good education outside of Brazil. My whole experience, my whole life was not only at the same country, but also at the same city. I've never left Brasilia, my hometown, in 30 years. So it was a very exciting and also challenging opportunity for me. But I was really um, looking for 
something that would change my life completely. And I think that not only in the U.S., but also here at Ross, where we have this amazing community that makes you improve yourself and grow every day, um, I couldn't be happier. Um, I think my reason is a little bit different. It's funny, but it was during COVID, all of us were quarantining in home. I just like felt like time is passing by and we're not doing anything new or anything exciting. And I think I was just like looking forward to just try a new experience and meet a lot of like new people and maybe to break the wheel of working for the next 30 years in like the same industry or doing pretty much the same thing. So I was looking for the most maybe extreme and also safe option that I could have at that point. And I was starting to look for an options to get my MBA. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Let me, let me add to this as well. Um, you know, in my case, I grew up in Brazil, but like I mentioned, I, I also lived here in the States, was raised here, raised in Europe a little bit. Um, also lived in Canada for a couple of years. And professionally, I, you know, graduated in biotech. I worked in healthcare, agro, and then consulting. And so I really, saw myself as, you know, I knew a little bit of a lot of things. How does that saying go? Jack of all trades, master of none. Really, the MBA was an opportunity for me to bring all of that together. And in my life, I had never spent, I think, more than three years in the same place. And so I was kind of getting itchy being in Brazil for five years. And I said, you know, I need to make a change. Been here for a while. And in my situation, the U.S. naturally was the best option for me. So having said that, let's uh, move on here to another question, um, which is, so, you know, we all have expectations about what it's going to be like living abroad in the U.S. in Ann Arbor, coming to Ross. Not all the time do our expectations meet reality. So what expectations did you have of life in Ann Arbor and the U.S. more broadly? Has your experience matched that reality? Orel, can we start with you with this one? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think my biggest expectation was just to meet a diversity of people and just to learn and explore a lot of different fields and also to build a community here. And I think that most of it definitely worked. I think that you have to come with an extremely open mind to that adventure. So I tried not to have too many expectations before I arrived here. So yeah, so I just like mostly came here looking forward to like explore a lot of different fields. Um, for me, it was more like I didn't know what to expect once I was leaving my hometown for the first time. So, of course, I wanted to like meet new people, make some friends. And I think that deep inside, I was also hoping to find a new family here because I for sure would be very homesick. I was aware of that. And I can definitely tell that I found a new family, found amazing new friends. What I wasn't expecting was to not be that scared of the winter because especially for someone who had never seen the snow before, I bought so many coats, you know, I was expecting a freezing winter. It was, but because like we tend to gather a lot and to be like, we are very social here, bro. So I feel that the community warm, it kind of takes over the winter that we have here. So the winter was better than what I expected. So, you know, Anytime you move, it can be very stressful. Uh, but I can imagine, you know, as a relatively ignorant American, moving from one country to another country that you may have never visited before can be extremely stressful. And I know talking to a lot of our, our other national friends here at Ross, they face some challenges just trying to get into the country, whether it came to visas. I heard some people tell me they had problems with car insurance, trying to figure out that whole system. Uh, have there been any, like, unique challenges you faced in your journey getting over here? 
that kind of caught you by surprise as you came to the United States? Yeah, so I think there are a few things here that, that really stand out to me. I think one thing for all international students to potentially be aware of is the difference in classroom experience. And my understanding is that in a lot of um, countries, in particular outside of the US and, and Europe, a lot of the lectures are exactly that. They're very lecture-based and they're very dictated to you by the professors, whereas certainly here at Ross, and my understanding is across the US as a whole, the lectures and the classroom experience is a lot more interactive and a lot more conversational. And that's something that certainly took myself and some friends some adjusting to. Um, another thing that really took some adjusting to for me was actually the sports here. So coming from the UK, huge football or soccer fan. <laughs> um, and the focus here on American football really did surprise me. And that's my own ignorance. I should have known how big that was going to be before I came. But I think looking back, I kind of wish I'd have maybe learned a bit more about the sport and a bit more about the rules and a bit more about the experience before coming here, just because it's something that if you don't can go over your head quite quickly. And the final point is actually, as all MBAs talk about, uh, recruiting and the unfortunate reality, and this is the case in any business school across the US, is that due to being an international student, you are limited by the number of companies that you can apply for because they need to be able to sponsor your visa in the future. So that's something to be aware of and cognizant of as you essentially begin to think about what your first and second priorities are. So I heard that a requirement to move to the U.S. and apply to business school is to know all the rules of American football. Is that, <laughs> can you confirm that? I don't know them. <laughs> what, what is a catch? Can you tell, we don't even know what a catch is. Oh, it's, it's actually funny. I think that the first most surprising experience I had here was the first bus. I don't know if you remember that, but the first game was, I think, at noon or something like that. And then I remember that everyone said, oh, you need to wake up, like, super early. If you want to get to the bus, you need to be there at least by, like, 9 a.m. or something like that. And I told everyone, like, all of my friends, there is no way that that's going to happen. People are not going to wake up so early for a game. And we I did. woke up at 8. <laughs> yeah, and it was already packed and the tickets ran out. <laughs> yeah, so I remember So you that. really, it looks like you do need to know all the... All the rules for football. Oh, yeah, it's a big <laughs> deal. Um, Perel, do you have anything else to add to this question? Yeah, I think that um, exactly as you said, like starting a new life in a different place is always overwhelming. Um, I think that for the first couple of days, I arrived here with my husband and we felt a bit alone. Like we arrived with six luggages and an empty house. We slept on, a, on an air mattress for a couple of days. We oh, didn't wow. even have a phone number. We were completely lost for a second. But I think it's incredible how fast you build your community, like how quickly you're getting friends and you meet like the new family that you're creating here. So yeah, so just like a hard start, but it really gets better so fast. Yeah. For me, it was like I was married for three years when I decided to come to Ross. And I remember like getting rid of everything that I got as wedding gifts. Um, it was super hard for me to kind of have this mindset changed, you know, that now my life is going to be outside of where I am right now. But I do believe that once you come here, there is plenty of time to get used to the new things, you know, like as Aurel mentioned before, you got to come with an open mind that there is going to be a lot to learn. And you got to be fast on that, I, I understand. But also, like, there's time. So don't get that overwhelmed by the feeling that now you're, like, starting a brand new life in a very different environment. It is like that, but um, you have some support. You have the resources that you need to do this. Awesome. Thank you.
Yeah, so we heard earlier from David that there's uh, students from almost 39 different countries here at Ross, which is just incredible from a sheer numbers perspective. But would love to hear from you all. What are things that you think that the international student body adds to the overall MBA experience? So, Joss, can I start with you on this one? Yeah, sure. Thank you. I think this is something that Danny can potentially comment on much better than me just because her position on the MBA Council and all the great work she's done. But I think one of the things that really stands out to me is just that the international student body and the existing uh, MBA students act as such a fantastic resource for both support and for any questions that people have coming in. Um, it was something that I certainly took advantage of coming to Ann Arbor, having questions about which courses to take. If I was looking to meet this, this STEM requirement, for example, which sorts of companies and career paths I could be looking at, which organisations and communities and clubs to be getting involved in. And that's something that just really stood out to me here, that that community support and experience for all international students. Yeah, I do believe that, like, Ross stands out for being a school that is very student-led on all the amazing initiatives that we have here. So this happens for a reason, you know, like the school values, the huge uh, incredible value that we have to add for the experience overall. And I would say that the international body, it's like your main source of like not only friendship but like whenever you're struggling or whenever you feel like there's no way that you can like handle this situation or even you don't know where to go or who to ask you know there's always gonna be someone from the international um an international club or an international community that is there to support and help you with that um, I would say that the international body is way more than just a community of like 39 countries. It's kind of uh, an idea that we are all here coming from a different place. None of us are used to living in the U.S. None of us are used to the way that the country works, you know. So it feels like whenever you have a question, probably there's like, hundreds of people having the same question at Ross or maybe like in other B schools or in other communities that we are not even aware. But I would say that this is where we find like that we belong. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I want to ask another question to kind of bring all of this together um, and leverage all of the experiences and the lessons learned, all the wisdom gathered um, since you've all moved to the U.S. We have a lot of students listening to the podcast, a lot of international perspectives thinking about moving to the U.S. If you were to give them an advice, you know, what are the top things you would advise them to do as they prepare themselves to apply, to move, whatever stage they're in, what would you give them as advice? Can we start with you, Daniela? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say be prepared to a new way of living, like a, a new lifestyle. You know, it's probably not going to be exactly the same way that you've lived in your country. But um, the biggest, the challenge, the biggest are the learning. So I would also say that this is an amazing opportunity to grow. My biggest advice would be like be prepared. So all of the things that you feel you may end up struggling with and you know that beforehand, try and get prepared for that at least to have like a chill mindset about it. So yeah, that's that's my advice. Um, I think that have courage in the first core 
classes. I feel like international students didn't share enough opinions as they do in the second year. So like have the courage to speak in class, feel comfortable with what you're saying. People are looking forward to hear a diversity of opinions. Um, and I feel that we don't hear it in the start. So definitely go for that and use other classmates, like MBA twos and ask them every question you have. Like there are no stupid questions. People ask us about how to get the license done or I don't know, how are we paying for groceries or like for everything else? And just like feel free to ask these questions because everything is working quite different here than in other countries. Like for me, it was a huge adapt. So just like feel free to use everyone that is reachable for you. And just to add on to that as well, it can be very easy as an MBA student to forget about the wider University of Michigan and all the other schools and resources available and get bogged down in the day-to-day life at Ross, if you will, in a very good way. Um, But it's very important to remember that the University of Michigan is one of the best universities in the world. And whether it be the support that the other schools provide or the actual international centre of the University of Michigan itself, there are so many resources that are able to help and support. And that's never something that's going to be lacking. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for touching on that, Joss. And actually, we, we're going to want to talk about more about all these resources that are available. Um, before that, I'll add my own advice here now that I, I've just barely gone through the entire process and I've moved, you know, a couple of things that I think just in the more operational side of it in terms of, you know, applying and then moving, I would say, you know, start as early as you can. Just because, you know, sometimes we think when we're done with the GMAT and with the application process, we think that it's over, but that's only the beginning. You know, once you get an offer, then you need to think about immigration and your visa and a loan and all of that takes time, right? And so one advice is just to start as early as you can, just get that uh, done and over with. Also, I agree with uh, what you said, Danielle. I think, you know, we're all used to living a certain way, thinking a certain way, but if there's one thing that life taught me is that, you know, there are very little things in life. There's a right or wrong answer. You know, most of life is gray and there's just different ways to do things. And so I think it's important for us to remember that, be open-minded and um, just know that there's like so much to learn, right, from, you know, 39 different nationalities here at Ross. Uh, so just be open to that. And anyway, I think that's it. And also, yeah, leverage on other people's experience. Yeah, ask for help for sure. I mean, if I didn't have other international students that were open to that and they are open to that, um, you know, I might not be here. So, Well, that was a really great discussion, everyone. Thank you for sharing those insights. Now, let's just pause briefly to hear from one of our awesome sponsors of the day. The Michigan Marketing Symposium is the Marketing Club's premier annual event. The symposium gives MBA ones the opportunity to network and conduct mock interviews with top companies. Year after year, students praise the symposium as a highlight of their recruiting experience. This year, we are happy to welcome companies like Kraft Heinz, Pepsi, J&J, Tyson, and many more. The symposium will run from November 16th through November 18th. All right. Well, let's now move to our second segment of today's episode, which is uh, diving a little bit deeper into specific resources that are available uh, for international students here at Ross and the University of Michigan as a whole. I'll pass it to you, Rashika. Awesome. So we're going to kick this segment off um, with Daniela, who is our VP of International Experience at Ross's MBA Council. 
So, Daniela, do you mind sharing what exactly that role means and what the council's goals are for this year? And also, we would love to hear from you what the One World program is. Awesome. Thank you for asking. So, um, within the MBA Council, we have um, seven chairs. One of those is the International Experience Chair or the VP. Um, and that means that we have one international student who is in charge of conceiving a better experience overall for the entire class of MBA, both MBA ones and twos. I got elected by our class to be in this position. I'm super proud and honored to be here and to have this role. Um, what I can definitely share about the goals for this year is that we are working hard on three main things. So one is community building. We really want to approach the domestic and international experience in general because we don't want this silo to exist as the way it is right now. We want to bring the experiences together since we are an entire class of students at the end of the day. Um, second, we really are interested in developing more the professional side of the experience for international students because we usually have such a different way of recruiting and applying to different positions and we also have to handle the uh, limited sponsorship from companies. Um, this is a top goal for us. This year we have amazing people working on the professional development of international students as well. All of them are students. And finally, we are also working on improving the language. There are some students who have a very like different alphabet, very different language from the Western language. So for them, it's specifically hard to get used to speaking English every day and more than that, to get heard and, and feel that they are a voice in our community. And we do believe that it's part of the international experience to feel that you are included and that you are valued as the same way as people who come from more English-speaking um, international countries. So those are the goals for this year um, and sharing a little bit more about one world. So this is kind of a mindset that we defined for the year. Um, and this represents a set of activities that we are going to be hosting this um, entire academic year. Some of them are already released. So our biggest achievement so far, it's also part of the one world mindset, is to have an international chair within the section leadership. For years, we've been trying to make this happen at Ross. And for the first time ever, we were able to elect an international chair in each and every um, section at Ross. We are very proud to have them on board this year. And also all of these new international chairs, they're part of the section leadership that now um, compose an international committee that are directly hosted and managed by the council. So I'm the head of this committee and we gather very often to kind of work together and put on our brains on how the experience is built up from the very like small circle of the section and even from the wide perspective of the entire class. So this is a way to streamline every single aspect of the international experience and to be there in contact with the council every day. I think this is an amazing opportunity. And um, there are way much more to come that is related to the One World um, initiatives for the year. Now we are releasing the Instagram account I'm going to share this very soon with the entire class. We hosted a pilot for the beginning of the year um, during Fall A. 
And this is going to be a way for us to share the right piece of information at the right time to make information a little more accurate for students, international students, and also to spread awareness of some of the amazing events that we have here that are hosted by the international community. I can't wait for that. So please follow us at One World on <laughs> Yeah, please. Yes. What was the? Is there an Instagram? Yeah, we we just released it um, at um, One World at Ross. Okay, and yeah. are prospective students allowed to? Yeah, for to sure. Follow? For sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We just released. Um, it's a very start point, but we are very proud of it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we we have big plans for it. So awesome. Yeah, for That's sure. great. Yeah. So we talked about the importance of information, right? Like the One World initiative, in large part, is meant to help provide information to you know, especially new incoming international students. So thinking back on like your time here at Ross so far, what resources have really helped you with your transition coming over here? And, and that's, I don't even, from a pure information standpoint, I'm talking about, you know, friends, family, anything and everything that's helped you come to Ross and make your whole transition much easier. Um, I can, I can start um, on that. I, I would say that Finding the right resources at the right time may not be that easy for us um, as internationals. I can definitely share from my personal experience last year that it was harder than I expected, especially because we have so many things to deal with at the same time. And usually those um, new information, they come when we are already very overwhelmed by recruiting and all those things. So I do remember like my husband, he, he suffered like a finger injury when we were recruiting and I was about to have my interview for Amazon like the day later, you know, and I had to take him to the hospital the night before my interview and I didn't even know like who to reach out to, like what hospital to go, should I go to an urgent care, this is something that we don't have in Brazil, or should I just like go straight to the ER or something? So I remember that like those information even related to healthcare was not very easy to find. But I can definitely tell that like from my experience, having the assistance of MBA twos and even like partners and people who, who I could rely on that made such a difference for me. I remember like some of my like new friends that by that time I wasn't even that close to offering like, do you want me to ride your husband to the hospital? You know, like, please count on me, like, let me help. So I, I do believe that this is where the community and finding this support really helps us um, when you are in a brand new place. And just Building on Danny's point as well, I think two things really stand out to me. And first of all, very relevant to the point that Danny just made is um, the comprehensive and detailed international student guide, which is available for all international students who come to campus. And it's essentially just that, a very detailed document that covers things such as housing and how to get your driving license and healthcare and all these different aspects and attributes which are otherwise very difficult to find information on and it's consolidated all into one place and that's I think absolutely invaluable. Um, another thing that I found incredibly useful as a resource when I first came to, to Ross was actually the International Student Orientation Week and one of the first things that you do as soon as you get to Ann Arbor is to spend three, four, five days, perhaps slightly less, um, with the international students in your cohort, getting to know them, getting to spend time with them and just understanding that that community does exist, I found incredibly helpful and, um, yeah, invaluable. Yeah, I completely agree. There is also the Rust International website, which contains a lot of information about 
visa and how to apply to like CPT, OPT and everything is extremely detailed and that can be super helpful. Um, and this year we moved everything to Slack and there are a lot of great channels. Every time you'll ask a question, you'll have at least three people that will reply with a lot of different opportunities or like options to solve it. So it's definitely exactly like you said, it's mostly to count on your community and your friends and other classmates and they will help. So use that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to say I've, I think I've used all of the resources mentioned here. And so, and just to reinforce that, I think the best resource is the people that have come before us, right? And I really leverage that. And one of the things that I really appreciated from Ross was when I received an invite to interview, I had someone from the Brazilian Student Business Association reach out to me, you know, for any questions. And that started a relationship that I nurture to this day. And having, you know, Braza Club or the Brazilian Club, and there are many different, you know, affinity clubs here at Ross, just leveraging the, the, the experience that people went through and asking them questions. I mean, that was probably the most valuable thing because we don't have, you know, to make the same mistakes or go through the same hassle or take as much time because people before us have already done that. And and people here, I found, really want to pay it forward. So that really helped me. And then one other thing I remember is during the summer when I was doing Ross's um, recruiting prep course that I found very helpful. Um, I know that one of my, my, I guess, biggest concerns was in recruiting for U.S.-based companies. I know that many companies will not sponsor international students, right? So that's an added challenge of being an international student. And I wanted to know, you know, is there a list of like what companies hires versus what companies don't hire? And there's so much information in the internet, right? I didn't know what to trust. So I emailed uh, the CDO, which is the Career Development Office. For those that don't know, it's the office that supports students and everything related to recruiting. Um, And I asked them, do you have a list? And I said, yes, we do. And they sent me a list. And this was like six months before I started here at Ross. And it was super helpful to get me a head start in my recruiting process. Awesome. So moving on to our next question here. Um, Many international students come here to Ross with partners and their families. And this can be a huge transition, not only when you're moving to an entirely new place, but also coming along with people who are taking this new journey with you. So can anyone share what that experience was like and what resources are available to support international partners and families here in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I can take it. Um, So I actually got married a week before we moved to the U.S. um, And my husband is also an MBA. So that was like a crazy start. I think it's a pretty, it's obviously that's a pretty unique experience, but Daniela is right here (laughs) next to me. She's having the same experience. Um, I think that it's pretty interesting just like to share the same experience and meet pretty much like the same people um, during your time at Ross. But for couples, and I'm saying that because there are quite a lot of couples at Ross, right? They're like eight or something like that. Yeah, I think only in our years, six couples. Yeah, yeah, which is quite a lot. I think that it's also important just like to grow by yourself and also to have like your friends who are not related to like your partner or significant other. But I can say for like, all the rest of the partners, we are always meeting together. It's not like we're having parties only for like cross students and partners are not invited or something like that. Um, there are partners who I see way more than their significant other who is actually studying at Ross. So I think that almost every event, even for clubs or every, like every event in Ross, every party, every social gathering, partners are always welcome. I do believe that Ross 
values a lot, families and couples and um, having your partners join you for the whole experience. So one of the things that really amazes me is that partners are welcome to even attend classes. I have one of the, my closest friends. Um, she's a partner from a Brazilian student. And I always joke that her network at Ross is probably bigger than ours, you know, because she's been attending so many like classes that she really likes. And she's on the leadership of so many different clubs. And I think that the experience of like having a partner who also is able to join you and to have an understanding of how it's like to be an MBA student is amazing. Um, one of the things that I also wanted to share is that I do know so many students who come with like babies, you know, like small children. I have one class close friend who is a student um, and she's pregnant now. I think that is uh, an opportunity to welcome those uh, differences that we have and also to feel like we are part of an amazing family. You know, I like babysit sometimes, you know, when they need it. Um, I'm sometimes helping my friend who is pregnant um, with the household activities. So I think that there's kind of this support system that we have that is amazing and, and incredibly valuable for us. And just as there's a consulting club, a banking club, a hockey club, um, a wine club, there's also a partners club at Ross as well, which is dedicated specifically to facilitating those relationships across partners, whether it be within Ross or outside of Ross. And that's been a, a fantastic resource. All right. Thank you. Um, so last question here for us to wrap up this segment. Is there anything else anyone would uh, like to mention about specific resources at Ross that have helped you as international students uh, or any last advice for prospective international students that might be listening? Um, I would like to mention the um, FACT group um, and the peer coach system. This is something that made a huge difference for me on recruiting. Um, I was pivoting from a very different background. And to be quite honest, I didn't have a clue of like how to start. The application for the B school was hard enough for me. And I couldn't even imagine how hard it would be to recruit for a tech company and like how to start this. And I do believe that having the opportunity to have like kind of a coach, there is also an MBA too, someone who has been through the same experience the, like the year before. It was incredibly valuable for me because it kind of took off the pressure on my shoulders to kind of have to think of that by myself. You know, I am very thankful for having the peer coaches here for us. And uh, the only potential last advice for me is, I've heard a lot of people say that the best time to apply for business school is just as there's going to be a huge economic downturn. It looks as though that's happening, unfortunately. So it might be a good time to apply to business school. <laughs> there you go. If you were waiting for that uh, message or signal, you know, there it was. You should <laughs> apply. Um, yeah, I'll add one thing as well. A common thread in the conversation today has been, you know, that there's this community and they want to help. But I think we also need to make an effort to um, get to know the community and be part of the community. And so, you know, for students who are coming, um, my advice would be make the time to get to know your classmates. Uh, you know, there's going to be so many different things. You've probably heard from many people that one of the things you need to learn how to do well is to prioritize your time in the MBA. And I found that that to be true. But Try to prioritize also those events where you have the opportunity to meet people and get to know your classmates because I think you'll be able to 
make and grow relationships that way. And that really is one of the most special parts of this experience, um, regardless if you're an international student or not. Yeah, thank you. I'll just add to that, that I think that sometimes on international students, there is more pressure than on others. Like we're extremely intense about like finding a job and secure that like internship or full-time position. And I think that um, when you're coming to business school, just like have faith in yourself. If you got elected, if you're here, there is a reason for that and you'll do great. I remember that Sujin used to say on our first day on school that um, they're not making any accidents. Like you're not here by chance or anything like that. You're here because you earned that. And that's going to be the best and most stressful two years of your life and make the best of it. And exactly like I said, use your resources to make it better and just believe and work hard because it does work out in the end. Yes, it does. And if you were waiting for a second sign that you needed to apply it, <laughs> there it was. So Now, yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Michigan. We want you. <laughs> yes. No football. Just kidding. You don't need to know football. Just come. <laughs> I, you know, it, listen, it's a fun sport. Um, but I want to thank the panel for all of their great insights today. It's been very appreciated. And I know our listeners are going to love it too. Before we conclude this episode, we're going to wrap up with a brief message from one of today's sponsors. The Ross School of Business offers a unique MBA experience to transitioning military veterans. At Ross, veterans are challenged, mentored, and educated to conquer the next set of challenges and prepare for a successful career outside of the military. Every year, in honor of Veterans Day, the Ross School of Business Armed Forces Association hosts a series of veteran speakers sharing the experiences that made them the leaders that they are today. VetX is your chance to connect with the men and women of the Roths veteran community and to hear more about some of the hardest earned lessons and insights in the entire Roths student body. So this year, VetX will be happening on November 11th from 6 to 7.30 at the Robertson Auditorium. Find more details about this event on campus groups. All right, thank you. Uh, well, everyone, that's it. That's everything we had for you today. Thank you to our guests, Daniela Caetano, Joss Woodhead, and Aurel Heim for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts on a couple of very important topics for international MBA students. Business Beyond Usual is brought to you by the Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan. Today's episode was produced by Rishika Ra Moretti, Rob O'Gara, and myself, David Amarim. Executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Thomas DeClerc, Michaela Terrell, Preston Hill, and Eugenia Collins. Special thanks to Jonah Brockman, who did our editing today. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, vaya azul, that is go blue in Portuguese. Kadima Kachol, which is in Hebrew. And go blue, which is go blue in proper English. And this is <laughs> Business Beyond Usual. <laughs> <laughs>